Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here's your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It is our number two of the Lombardi line here on the DraftKings Network. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Palm, our VP of Operations here at the Circa Resort and Casino. And Mike Pritchard, our recent NFL analyst, played nearly a decade in the NFL, former first-round pick and a national champion with the Colorado Buffaloes in the early 90s. Fun, fun first hour, <laughs> easy enough for me to say, uh, that we had. And we'll have a fun second hour on deck as well. Carl Jig Jack Johnson will be joining us in 30 minutes from the Beau Rivage in Biloxi. We'll get Jig Jack's thoughts on some bowl games, what's cooking down there. Uh, Jig Jack always has some fun stuff on the menu. So we'll, we'll he talk said to there are a lot of Italians in New Orleans because I asked about would they show up <laughs> for the like, game. For, okay. Yeah. He said, "Oh, the Tommy DeVito." Okay, yeah, I, was, I was like, the, <laughs> "Yeah, because I asked that." Well, well, this is a Survivor. People that are on Survivor need to know what that mm-hmm. atmosphere will be yeah. like. Yeah. And he said, "There are." He said, "But also, I got to tell you, Mike." He said, "I was at the Lions Saints game a couple weeks ago. There were a heck of a lot of Lions fans. Yeah. You wouldn't known that you wow. were in New Orleans. It, it, they they showed out. So is the fan base kind of out on this Saints team? Maybe, maybe, maybe Big Blue will kind be of? out there. No, they're out. Um, <laughs> they're, said, no, they're, it's over. they're back to the Aints. Really? They are, Paper bags. So. Really? Yeah, well, not that, not that they're, severe. They're but, tied for the division lead. I know they are. Uh, but they're booing, they're booing their quarterback. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. would, how about those stories he's telling this week? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, but, um, yeah, Bobby Hebert came out with some strong comments against uh, uh, D. Carr. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, we'll get into that. Maybe Tommy Cutlets pulls off an upset there. Uh, I mean, that's just the story. It's, it almost feels like it's a fake story, but it's real. And we saw it Monday night as he knocked out people in Survivor beating the Green Bay Packers. But uh, let's start with uh, the Saturday night game, though. We'll get to America's Game of the Week, Cowboys-Bills here in a little bit. But we didn't get a chance to talk in the last hour about Broncos at the Lions Saturday night. Denver is a four-and-a-half-point dog on the road. Total 48, third straight road game here for this Broncos. They've been rolling over the past six weeks or so. Do they keep it rolling, or is this kind of a bad spot with the Lions coming off two losses? I took four and a half, and I took plus 205. I Mm. think they win this game. I like this spot for Denver. This Detroit defense is just not good. Mm. Okay, we saw Justin Fields for 80% of that game do whatever they wanted. They should have beaten them twice. This is now six weeks of this Mm. where teams have moved the ball up and down. the. It's not a big play here and there. You move the ball up and down the field against Detroit. Goff has started to turn the ball over. He hasn't been efficient like he was the first two months of the year. 
I like this Broncos team a lot. I mean, Russ, Russell Wilson had four cracks at the end zone in the last minute in Houston. Or this team's won seven in a row right. against everybody. This defense is for real. They gave up 70. Everybody wants to think about they gave up 70. They're healthy. Mm-hmm. They don't have injuries. I like them a lot. I think they, they put it to the Lions on Saturday. Yeah, I like the points too, Mike. Uh, I mean, Denver, um, they got rid of the garbage, basically. Uh, yeah. And they got better. Um, the garbage, which was in the head of Russell Wilson. Mm. Sean Payton cleared that out, right? Russell, no, you're just, you're a player. Stay in the locker room. Don't elevate yourself and don't do stuff to alienate yourself from the locker room. Be a, be a leader. Uh, and he's humbled uh, Russell Wilson, which was probably hard to do. Uh, and I think he earned a ton of respect from the players in that locker room. Vance Joseph, the defense coordinator, got rid of some uh, bad apples. And now they're playing better defensively. They're going to get they're going to get another hitter back. Uh, Kareem Jackson, I believe, is going to be available. So He's certainly a hitter. Well, <laughs> the, the thing is, the physical yeah. nature of this football team, I think, is unnoticed, though. I mean, it's not unnoticed from the time of, of Kareem Jackson getting suspended, right? But they love to play that style of football, and not everybody wants to line up and play that style of football. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious about golf and how he responds uh, to a poor performance and the Lions, they need him to play at the level he was playing at the beginning of the year. But can he do that again? And, and for me, I mean, I, I like the points in the situation. I don't know if Goff can, can, can perform at that high level when everybody was giving him his, those flowers earlier in this year. Yeah, you know, It's interesting because, like we mentioned, how people have been able to move the football. I remember because I bet the Raiders the night that Monday Night Football when the Raiders went into Detroit. And watching that game, I was like, God, there's so many opportunities for the Raiders to make explosive plays. I mean, Garoppolo missed Devontae Adams twice mm-hmm. wide open for what would have been touchdowns. Right. Like, I think this Detroit Lions defense has been showing cracks, like even when they were winning earlier this season. And like now they're starting to finally catch up to them, whether it's the Bears games, those two games there obviously the Packers I mean they did whatever they wanted on Thanksgiving and even the New Orleans game where the Saints they, the Saints let them kind of get up 21 nothing but they had a chance to potentially win that mm-hmm. game with Jameis playing in the second half like Detroit they just seem like they're trending in the wrong direction and Denver's trending in the right direction to which I'm almost like is this kind of one of those buy low spots on the Lions here as a favorite at home? Goff plays better at home indoors there's no elements like last week in Chicago it almost feels like I'd be too comfortable to click the Denver button to where maybe there's something at play here to where the Lions could be in a spot to bounce back. The only thing that gives me a, a little bit of pause is that they flex this to the night game, right? Mm-hmm. You get a kick at 8 o'clock in Detroit on a Saturday night. They haven't had that in a long time. <laughs> so I think they'll have a really good atmosphere yeah, there. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Packers tour took the win out of their sails right away in that first drive in Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. If they do get off to a good start, it's going to be a hostile environment here for for. For Denver, but I just think this is a, the better team here, and I think Peyton's got them playing really well. We 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 in the break talked about the Cam Newton game manager discussion a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's taken Russell Wilson and made him a game manager, yes. right? Yeah. Use yes. your legs, right. not as much your yeah. arm. Look for opportunities right. with first down. And in that game in Houston, twice he converted first downs mm-hmm. to get that first and goal with his legs on that last drive, and then yeah. couldn't get the pass done to, yeah. to win the game. I mean, Russell's still missing some throws, which you know. Accuracy. Accuracy. His accuracy is not uh, what not it the same was. player. Yep. You know, all that mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But um if the Denver Broncos defense shows up and plays like they've been playing, that's when things kind of get difficult for golf, right? I, when things are easy, I think golf is a front runner. Uh and then he just piles on. And and that's typical of a lot of quarterbacks, really. Uh but man, when things are tough, man, he's pulling a string. He's not throwing on balance. Uh, he's not accurate with the football. And, you know, if those kind of things kind of show up, then 
then that helps Denver, uh, and certainly from the point standpoint. I'm glad you brought that up because whenever I watch Jared Goff, like it, it, he's a great live betting quarterback because, like you said, like if things are going well and it's clean, it's like okay, he's gonna have a hell of a day. Right. But if it's bad, it's like oh, he's gonna poop his pants today. <laughs> like, like this yes. is gonna go bad for him because you can tell sometimes he gets a little bit rattled and he's never mm-hmm. able to shake it. Once he gets rattled, it's over yeah. for that day. So maybe that's something to look out for while watching this game Saturday night. There, uh, let's get to the game Sunday afternoon in Western New York. Though this one is a fascinating game. The Dallas Cowboys. After being in the uh, the comforts of their home for the last three weeks at AT&T Stadium, now travel to Buffalo where they'll take on the Bills, and the Bills are two-point home favorites. The total is at 50. The weather, it doesn't seem like it's going to be as disastrous as it could be in December in western New York, but a little bit of rain, some wind as well. Is this a spot to where the betting market thinks it is, to where maybe you can kind of sell high on a Cowboys team that's kind of riding high entering this game? I'll let Pritch go first. <laughs> well, this is um, kind of funny, though, because I was looking at the total in this one. And I told you I don't play totals. Mm. Uh, so I was wanting to look for some input from you. But I'll I like it for, over. See, I was going to say that. I, I think both teams will move the ball. Right. <laughs> I mean, think about the profile of the game. Like um, Dallas and that defense, they struggle against elite 11 personnel. I know that's what Buffalo has. That's who they are. That's what they want to be. Uh, you think about the Seattle game, Dallas kind of the matchups because they want to play man. They want to get after you with, with the pass rushers. And, but if Buffalo and, and Josh Allen holds up, they're going to score. And then on the other side, Dallas is going to score, especially with the weather being OK, because I think Buffalo's defense is old and not deep. Uh, and I think Dallas is revved up offensively. So I actually looked at the total. I didn't bet it yet because I wanted to get your input because I didn't know. I knew it moved up. It's up, up to 50 now. And I did, from a key number standpoint, because I'm not a totals guy, I was wondering if that's something uh, to avoid there. Uh, not really. I mean, yeah. moving off of 48 is more key than moving from 48 to 49, in my opinion. I think this is going to – we've had two dud games of the year. Cowboys at San Francisco was over early. San Francisco at Philadelphia, they just wore them down. By halftime, you knew that game was sort of going. I think this is going to be a great game right down to the end. Mm. I, I, here's the spot where I would tease the Cowboys and mm-hmm. play it over because I think this is going to be a shootout and it's going to be a one-score game. I, I, I'm, I think Buffalo might win a close game, right? And so if you do, I mean, two is ent- enticing because you win by a field goal. Mm-hmm. But this Dallas team seems a little bit different to me. I, I thought Philadelphia, remember I asked you, if the Cowboys beat Philadelphia by 10, would you be shy? You said, yeah, Actually, I'd be yes. really surprised. Yeah. How about 20? Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah, I so was surprised. <laughs> I watched that game yeah. and I said, There's, it, it seems something different here. Yeah. Maybe Quinn's pushing the right buttons. McCarthy certainly has a rhythm as a play caller here. He does. With Dak. And they're using, they're using the tight end and using and getting Pollard. It's not, not overrunning him, but getting him in spots where he's effective running. The, the offense right now, you could argue, is right there with, with San Francisco. Yeah. Um, can the defense hold up? They take a lot of chances. They and do. That's the thing. They're going to have to turn Allen over to win the game. If they can't turn him over, right. I think Buffalo has a, it has a great chance of, of winning here. But that's the thing, though, is that like Dallas's expertise defensively is forcing those turnovers. Right. Yeah. And Josh Allen, I mean, <laughs> I was talking with Michael about it last week. He's like, he's on a heater for throwing interceptions every single week. Like, it's almost like these two things combined together. Maybe this is a Deron Bland game where he gets his a billionth pick six of the season or something like that to where maybe that's something that flips this game. Like, whichever quarterback sort of takes care of the football might be who wins in this projected yeah. shootout. This is a, a matchup game, though. Like, 
Davis, is Bland going to follow him, you know, or, or Gilmore? I mean, is he going to be on digs, that kind of thing? And then, yeah. uh, okay, you got Dalton Kincaid. I mean, you got, you got all so many weapons. And one thing that Buffalo has discovered is Cook out the backfield, right? Uh, and so from a matchup standpoint for Dallas, for them to take chances, they're going to get some guys exposed. And if Josh Allen sees that and recognizes that and the line holds up, then they can get rid of the ball quick enough to, to matriculate and move the ball. So uh, I, I love the, the total standpoint. Yeah, and which goes with that total as well. Buffalo's safety, Micah Hyde, he's already been ruled out yeah. of this game. So now Buffalo down on that back end. Maybe that's a chance for Dallas to kind of expose this bill second. You play this game, Femi? I have not played it. I, I, think, like, I think you won't because I, you're going to enjoy gotta, watching it. You're exactly. Gonna, and just, yeah. As a fan, it's a huge game, right? I, when I handicapped it, I made it like around a pick them. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but I also acknowledge that Buffalo's playing much better than they were about a month ago. So I can see this Bills thing kind of getting rolling a little bit. But mm-hmm. if this game were in Dallas, wouldn't this number be north of four? Whew, that's a lot of points to give I, Josh Allen. I know, but I think it would be. I think mm. the public would bet it over three. You think so? Uh, they'd lay it with Dallas. Allen, Allen they laid like, it. They laid it against Philadelphia, who's they been did. in two that they never beat. Oh. You know what I mean? That's true. I mean, at home, Dallas has it rolling. Now, yeah. they got to go outdoors. We'll discuss the biggest line moves in the NFL coming up next here on the Lombardi Line. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here's your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge this college bowl season, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer for only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. And our college bowl betting guide where you get picks for every bowl game. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 and become part of the sports betting network. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi line here on the DraftKings Network. You can see us on Samsung TV, Zumo Play, Roku, all that sort of stuff, as well as VEASAN.com and DraftKingsNetwork.com. Femi Abebefe, Mike Paul, Mike Pritchard here on a football Friday. And gentlemen, let's continue 
our discussion about some of the biggest line moves we've seen from open Sunday night to where we sit now here a couple days from the game. And I want to start in Miami because this Dolphins team coming off of Monday's loss to Tennessee, the biggest loss of, of a biggest upset that we've seen so far this NFL season as Tides were able to win that one as a 14-point dogs outright. Well, now the Dolphins are hosting the New York Jets. Open 12. Now we're down to 9.5. The status of Tyreek Hill is in doubt. He has not practiced at all this week. They're calling him a game-time decision listed as questionable. If Tyreek Hill doesn't play in this game, where do we think this number is going to close? Is, is, do we ever see a 7 if it's Hill, or do you think we kind of settle in at like 8.5? I don't think you can get to 7. I don't think. I think eight's the the absolute bottom here that this game could go to um look i was wrong about zach wilson mm. he played great the second mm -hmm. half houston mm. should do nothing offense they really miss tank dell yeah they, oh, I, yeah. they really miss him yeah. um so do you believe that zach wilson can replicate that performance i'm i question the miami defense after that after the losing to the titans mm -hmm. you're up 14 with three minutes to go right i get it i get it hill was out for a large portion of that game so it stayed competitive but then you got up 14 i um it's different i mean it was Boyle last time obviously on black black friday right yeah. so the wilson's different here i i couldn't lay this i'm probably just gonna pass uh, would you tease it down under three i mean wait to wait to, to get wait. maybe to eight and a half and then and then well, do a six point teaser I, so this, uh, it's this, a lot of uncertainty this, not, not, if tyree okay. doesn't play I'm like, yeah yeah the syndicate last uh, week we uh, talked yeah, about this yeah. like they didn't want to tease the Ravens down, uh, and it was dicey into the punt return, right? A third um, and seventeen, yeah, the twenty-one. I mean, he game. doesn't convert that; they right, lose. Right, right, that too. So, <laughs> um, you know, teasing down from the syndicate standpoint is is they rather tease up, right? Um, here's a quote though that I, I think people need to keep in mind from McDaniel um, about Tyreek Hill. Right now, we're focused on getting his ankle as healthy as possible. Uh, and then the bottom line is we'll have a conversation that will be based that our conversation will be, be based on our decision will be based on that conversation. And then he says, remember, this is Tyreek Hill's career. Mm. So I don't know how bad his ankle is, uh, but when you're throwing out things like that, you're very, very cautious with Tyreek Hill. Uh, so this is not a Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl situation. I, I you know, I, so I don't know if Tyreek's going to play or not. I mean, and he's certainly not practicing. Um, and, and I think from a, a rhythm standpoint and certainly, uh, you know, trying to sustain what you've established, you know, Tyreek, you know, you want to practice out there. Like, remember the game with Jacksonville and, and Cleveland? Uh, and you had a guy, uh, Trevor Lawrence, at the, the ankle. Yeah. You could clearly see he didn't practice. He was off with the ball, but then he got into a rhythm later on and, and they got back into it. But you wonder if that's going to be the beginning of the game for Miami or not. Are, are they going to be in, in rhythm? Are they going to be able to run the football against this Jets defense? And the Jets defense, when they have juice, they show up and they play. Uh, and if Zach Wilson does things in a positive way, I think uh, that juice just continues to build uh, for a really good defense uh, in New York. Do we trust Zach Wilson though, to put up like back-to-back -back good performances? Because he he played well against Kansas City, right. and then like a few weeks later he got benched. I, I think the Jets <laughs> would take uh, you know Zach Wilson eliminating bad performances. Like, will he do things special out there and help us win? Maybe, but if he does stuff to help us lose, then then we can't have that, right?
I think this is another game as well to watch out for the weather down there in Florida. I think there's expected to be some wind, some rain in this game as well. So usually we always think about Miami. It's like, oh, it's going to be nice weather. I think that's what's also driving this total down as well. I mean, this opened around like 40, it was a 40 and a half. Now we're down to as low as 36 and a half as well. So it's the combination of Tyreek Hill's absence and the oh. weather, I think, has drove this down as well here. Well, it reminds me of Tua and, you know, the concussions and McDaniel kind of ignored all that I and mean, his doctors. Yeah. And so now McDaniel... I don't know if it was a conscious decision to say we're worried about you know his career and stuff, right? I mean, I think you're telling me he's not playing from what you you read of that quote. I, I think McDaniel's telling McDaniel, us he's not playing. Well, I mean, he you're is reading being, it from a perspective yeah. is, of having lived through injuries right. as a receiver. As a head coach, he is being very, very, very yeah. cautious with this situation, unlike the other situation with Tua and the concussions. Well, this guy's a lot more valuable. I want to skip. <laughs> Jimmy, he's a game manager. Jimmy, I don't even know if he's that. I want to. Oh. I want to go to the Chiefs. Because it's on this movement list, right? Yep. The Patriots. But I've been waiting all week, mm. all week, to ask Mike Pritchard okay. a few questions. Please do. Yes. How many times in your career were you flagged uh, for offensive offside? Never. Did you always check with the official? No. Didn't when have you lined to. up? I knew where to line up. As you knew a where to line yeah. up. Yeah. You have you have some leeway. Like they give the tackles a yard now they back. Do. They're not on the line. <laughs> sure. They're back. They're in the sure. backfield. They're, they're letting yep. the tackles and in then, the backfield. And then they warn them too. They'll yep. warn them. Yeah. Um, but as a receiver, you don't. I think that's for show a lot of times. You don't have to look down the line scrimmage and yeah, check no, with no. the official. Am I right? <laughs> when I'm trying to read the coverages, I'm I'm seeing if where's Ronnie Lott at? Is he going to knock me out? Of I mean, if I'm going to have to worry about where to line up, then I shouldn't be playing wide receiver. Do you ever have a quarterback stand there and yell profanities at an official for an extended period of time? Hell yes, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I love the passion from Patrick. I, I do. think he was totally out of line. Well, I, and their organization blaming the NFL and saying this is a scourge of the NFL that they called this offsides is ludicrous, Mike. Well, it's ruining the Hall of Fame moment. <laughs> Come on, now think about it. Think about this. From a, I'm a player, so I'm gonna give that perspective. You, you're invested in all this stuff, right? And you want to win that badly uh, that you really are gonna allow an offsides call determine the outcome of a game. Now it was a heightened situation, right? But it happens in the NBA. It happens in hockey. It happens in any sport where down the, down the stretch in a competitive game, as an official, you're supposed to stay out of that thing. But you're really going to throw a flag of offsides? Uh, should he have done it? Yeah, as an official, if you want to be officious, then yeah, go ahead and do that. But if you're, if you're balancing the outcome of this game and you know you have that quarterback on one side and that quarterback on the other side, do you really want to throw that flag? Because I can be honest with you, you can throw a flag on every single damn play out there. So you would, if you were the Chiefs, have the same amount of outrage over that flag? <laughs> yes, even more, probably. I flipped over a bench on the sideline once. <laughs> so... Pritch is a very calm guy at VC. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think people... Over, over a non-PI call? Uh, over the fact, well, it's okay. a long story, uh, 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 but, but no, it, it's like Jack Del Rio <laughs> when, when, so I, I, I respect your opinion on it, Mike, but, but this guy is the face. Look, I'm going to tell you, you, you forget about that. No, you, but he you, can't because we don't have politicians that we look up to as heroes. This guy and Steph Curry are the, for the country mm -hmm. are the kids look up to these. My eight year old son looks up to sure. these kids, right? These guys, right. And yeah. they can't, I think that's such a bad look. 
to be to be when you've won championships and you're the MVP to be such a sore loser and curse at some old man and just stand there <laughs> staring at him using profanities at this old man that made a call. Yeah, if, if I had a microphone at all the curse words for the fifth down game in Missouri yeah. from all those adults, right? But we don't we didn't have microphones back then, and we don't have microphones in people's homes. Right. Like the true feelings, like the thing that I love about sports is that you get you get the raw emotions of somebody who's so invested. And, and Patrick Mahomes is one of the most competitive players out there. Uh, and so as, as a former player, I respect that. And, and I get people's opinion, and I respect that too in terms of, oh my God, the outburst. But I, I, I challenge people in a highly emotional, highly emotional situation, are you controlled, right? And, and a lot of people will say I've no. I've said things I regret, and I come yeah. back later and apologize. And it's not nationally known that I did that. Yeah, right? or yeah. you can drive down the road. Somebody from, cuts you off. How many times have you cussed them a out? A lot, a lot. Right? But from a, from a, <laughs> betting, here. From a betting perspective, uh-huh. to me, this shows how frustrated they are, that they're not able to do what they've always been able to yeah. do and just flip a switch. Right. I just don't know if the Patriots are the team that can take advantage of that right now. Well, isn't this America's teaser leg? Yeah. Is it not? Like, like te- Tease them down? Tease the Chiefs down to under a field goal? Like, are the Chiefs going to lose to New England? No, they're not going to lose to New England. That's right. Yeah. It's America's teaser leg. Yeah, it like, is. I'm not saying that it's like a freebie, but like, I mean, if you're going to tease anything, right. like you pair it with the Kansas City Chiefs. You're using yeah. that America too loosely now. With that. America, this. The, the, the one thing is it's American girl, Jenny Tapp. That's all we know, the All-American. The All-American. Stop using that America. This is America's, this is America's betting program. <laughs> this is. This is. America's betting program. No, this is, po- is going to be a popular teaser leg, though. I think so, yeah. too. I think I might have it. I'll dabble a little bit, pair the Chiefs up, maybe some other games that we got going. Maybe I'll pair Kansas City with Pittsburgh, get Pittsburgh up to seven and a half. Maybe I'll do something like that. We'll see what happens. A little dicey there. Eh, a little bit, but hey, <laughs> gambling is dicey. Unless you bet the Raiders like I did last night and you just oh, laugh boy, to the bank. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Dick Jack Johnson joins us next year on the Lombardi line. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here is your host, Femi Abbefe, on VSN, the sports betting network. Juice Reel is a free betting intelligence app and a tool that every better needs. And what it does for you is it links your betting accounts into one app, delivers in-depth analytics on your betting history, and all sorts of other stuff. All you got to do is find it out at your app store. Juice, like orange juice and real, R-E-E-L. Download the free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. It's free. Juice Reel. Juice. R-E-E-L. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi line on the DraftKings Network. Mike Pritchard on the far end, Mike Palm in the middle, Femi Abebefe here on the left side of your screen. Uh, it's been a fun show, and it's going to get a whole lot more fun because our buddy, who oh. we haven't spoken with in a while here, down at the Biloxi. It's, it's been all the way since 4.30 yesterday or 4 o'clock. He was on before you. Before you. <laughs> I was like, I haven't on. spoken with him in a while. I already got the sharp report. It's, it's all right. Man, Carl Jick Jack Johnson, Sportsbook Director over there at the Beauregard in Biloxi. Jick Jack, hope all is well. How you been, buddy? It's been a minute. <laughs> Femi, what's going on? Look, it's good to see you guys. I was able to talk with Mike Palm, the great Mike Palm, yesterday. Uh, Pritchard, been uh, uh, it's been a while since yep. I talked to you too. Uh, you guys look like the old uh, Hall of Fame Green Bay Packer offensive line right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Jerry Kramer. I'm Jerry Kramer. Pritchard, I know old lineman. Yeah, the, the oh. screen adds uh, some weight to you there. Backfield. Pritchard wanted to hear backfield. <laughs> <laughs> Bypass 
running back went straight to offensive tackle. <laughs> That's what wow. it is nowadays. <laughs> but Jig Jack, what do you guys got cooking down there for week 15 NFL? We've been talking a lot of games. I mean, the Saints game is very interesting. Giants at Saints right now. Uh, the line movement, it's been heavily back in the New York Giants. We're down to five in some places. Five and a half is the mm. consensus. Total 39. Is this just all big blue money here? Is there going to be any sort of New Orleans resistance? Yeah, you, you know, Femi, uh, I was telling Mike and the guys yesterday, you know, I had a chance to go to the Detroit game a couple of weeks ago. And if you if you wasn't paying attention in the stadium, you could not tell which team was taking the field. Uh, there were so many Detroit Lions fans over there. It was amazing. I, look, I think the Giants fans are going to travel uh, to New Orleans also. Uh, it should be a pretty good mix. Uh, good ball game. We uh, uh, So we opened this game. Uh, Saints six. Um, we got, uh, and right now we're at five and a half, 39. So uh, we're getting a pretty balanced bet. Uh, they typically bet us heavy Saints. So it should oh, do we lose? be interesting. Oh. Got a bunch with, with these little small spreads. I think we got 10 or 11 games with the spread under five. So it should be a, a fun weekend. Speaking of the, the crowd support, you know, we were talking earlier. I brought that story up about the Detroit game and you being there. And Pritch was mentioning about Bobby A. Bear and some comments about Carr. Is the fan base fully behind the Saints team right now, or is it more with a, a, a little bit of a touch of trepidation that they're going to these games? Yeah, I, you know, I tell you, um, every time Carr took the field, uh, he was booed the other night uh, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, every single time. Uh, and then uh, when, when Hill, every time Taysom Hill left the field, uh, you know, they booed. They wanted him on the field. They didn't want Carl on the field. Uh, you know, hopefully he can overcome that. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on down there, but uh, they speak their mind down there in that stadium. Yeah, they do. I've uh, been in that stadium many times, <laughs> Carl. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I want to get to college football because, uh, you know, we, the bowl games, trying to bet these things, good luck with that. And I was just curious – um, from a betting standpoint, what you're recognizing? I mean, a little bit of caution from bettors, or are, are you seeing some some sharp bets out there? Yeah, Pritch, you know, uh, so last week I did some numbers on this, on the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. There was two, out of the bowl games, there's 292 players that are in the portal. And that's not counting the players that are going to opt out. Uh, you know, it's you look, I see a lot of caution from the sharp guys as well as the as the public. I mean, uh, right now the handle's just not there uh, where I think it'll end up. Uh, so, yeah, I do see a lot of caution. It's hard to put numbers on these games. Uh, you know, some of these totals have moved pretty good. Uh, it's just hard because you just don't know who's playing. So I have noticed that. How about you guys, Mike, at Circa? Have you guys noticed that? We just had a meeting with Chris Bennett here earlier in the week, and he said, look, you know, we're known – for giving large bets, taking large bets in that. But he wants to treat these games like NFL exhibition games and, mm. and you know, take 3,000 standard on them or if the guy has a higher profile, 10, but no more. Because it's, it, they are. We have no idea who's playing. You don't know tomorrow four more guys opt out. It's really hard to book it, and it's really hard to bet it. It really is. I mean, because like you said, you just don't know until – uh, you, you know, we get to game time. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I think everybody's trying to control their exposure right now, and, and rightfully so. 
Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad what's happened to bowl season. I agree I with you guys here. I love bowl season. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a preseason now. It, it's, it's preseason NFL. It's all betting information, finding out who's opting out, who's in the portal, which coach is leaving, which coach doesn't care, which player doesn't. It's like it's it's kind of sad what's happened to the bowl season. We're speaking with Carl Jig Jack Johnson, sportsbook manager over at the Bowl of Well, Jig Jack, you guys got a bowl down in your area tomorrow, the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, the Jacksonville State going against UL Lafayette. Uh, Jacksonville State right now a two-and-a-half-point favorite, total 58. How are they betting this game? Yeah, so we opened here uh, three and a half, fifty-six and a half. Uh, it's down to two and a half, and uh, uh, that totals up to fifty-eight and a half right now. Uh, so yeah, you know we uh, we're not getting a huge handle on it, uh, but we're getting some action. Uh, they'll probably we'll probably need Jacksonville State. Uh, they'll probably play us uh, UL Lafayette. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we start it all off tomorrow. Uh, you know, I think we got uh, what six games on the slate tomorrow. What about the uh, playoff, uh, Carl? I mean, I, mm. you know, I, I, I know people are looking forward to these matchups, obviously, from the numbers that were out there. And uh, what are you seeing uh, emerge uh, coming to your windows now? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the Alabama-Michigan game, um, you know, we opened Pritch at uh, one and a half, 45 and a half Michigan. Um, just my personal opinion, I, uh, I'm expecting uh, – an, a, a huge sum of Alabama money to start rolling in. Um, and then, you know, interestingly enough, we was talking about the portal in these, you know, two playoff games with these uh, top four teams, you know, we don't have any uh, 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 transfers right now that I know of might have some opt outs. Um, I, I can't see that. I mean, uh, you know, if I, if I'm on one of these teams, I want to play the game, but uh, I'm expecting a, a lot of Bama money in, uh, from my side, yeah. So I think we're going to need Michigan here. Jake Jack, real quick before we let you go, we're starting to get down to the nitty-gritty in the NFL. Four weeks left in the regular season. Where, where are you guys sitting right now in your futures liability? Is there a team that's in contention that you guys are rooting against, or are you guys pretty much covered across the board? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's pretty balanced. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think right now, you know, when you look at the top, you know, four or five teams uh, uh, that can make a run. I think right now uh, the Ravens are probably one of our better outcomes. Uh, you know, a lot of there's a lot of money going on on San Francisco. Uh, you know, they 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 seem to be uh, uh, the more solid team, um, and a lot of money on Dallas. You know, that's uh, Dallas is probably our worst case scenario just because they bet us heavy Dallas here. Yeah, I remember speaking with you, Jick Jack, in the. I think it was the summertime, might have been the springtime, you came out with your power rankings. You had the 49ers at number one, and now we sit here on December 15th, and that's the team that is head and shoulders above <laughs> the rest of the NFL. He is Carl Jig Jack Johnson, sportsbook manager over at the Beau Rivage. Jig Jack, good hearing from you. Hope all is well. Real quick before we let you go, what's on the menu tonight? What are we doing? Yeah, you know, I've been getting in my cooking lately. You know, that's something I enjoy doing when I'm away from here. Um, I'm going to do a fried uh, cabbage uh, tonight. Uh, so put uh, put a little uh, sausage in there and season it up real good uh, it, with, with some cornbread and a little Tabasco sauce. Be ready to roll, baby. And now I'm hungry. <laughs> right. Thanks, Jig Jack. Be well. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all have a good weekend. Thank we'll you, Carl. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. It's it's uh, we're talking about that and like it's honestly sad what's happened to the bowl season. Like it's it's a little bit disappointing. Well, Jimmy, this, I used to go through there's thirty odd bowl games and try yeah. to find two or three where maybe a team wasn't motivated. You know, you talked about the freedom bowl. Now you can't find it one where both teams want to yeah. win the games. It's it's impossible. Well, this is what college football was worried about. If you have a playoff, it's gonna make the bowl season go away. 
Uh, well, now, if you have which, a transfer portal, it makes it well, go that away too. too. Yeah. That too. But but think the timing about of the portal is horrible. Right. Would you rather have a, a college football playoff or would you rather have the bowl system? Playoff. Bowl system. <laughs> really? Yes. Over the playoff? Yes. Oof. You don't want the good games at I the end. I want the Big Ten and the Pac-12 playing in the Rose Bowl. I want Nebraska or Oklahoma or Colorado playing for the national title in the Orange Bowl at the last. That's what I grew up with. Yeah. That's what I think. It's the, the traditions of college football. I think. I mean, we still don't. Do we have the best four teams? <laughs> you telling me Texas is better than Georgia? We're gonna get the best twelve teams, though. <laughs> that's the. I'm looking. The team I'm that's fourteenth will be. I'm out the front windshield. I'm leaving that rear view alone. Hey, as, as far as I'm concerned, the Dolphins. <laughs> put your life's in the rear view. No, it's you not. can't. You can't. No, it's there's not. Your life's there's, back there's there. Some good parts, life. There's some good parts back there. Some parts I want to forget about. But that front windshield. <laughs> that front windshield is glowing right now. Do we have the best four teams? That's that's something I never want to hear ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the 12-team playoff that we'll have next yeah. year. And we'll have much more significant games, and they'll be at fun college sites as well. So I think that'll be what saves us in the postseason. All right, we'll wrap up the show on the other side. It's the Lombardi line. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSN, the sports betting network. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSN. The crown is yours. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line final segment of the show here on a Football Friday, hanging out with you guys on the DraftKings Network. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Palm, Mike Pritchard here. And uh, our pro tip here for the evening before we go any further, uh, obviously a lot of playoff implications in Week 15, Saturday being a massive day. Kudos once again to the league for scheduling this Saturday triple header for us. 
make sure you kind of know what all the factors are, know what's at stake here for some of these teams. It might factor into what you might do from a wagering standpoint as well. Just you, you can never have too much information. I know there's the saying paralysis by analysis, but you just want to know all the factors at play with some of these games, especially that game between the Colts and the Steelers. That, like you said, Mike, might be an elimination game in the AFC wildcard race. So just keep those things in mind before making your wagers here. Uh, but as we move on with this Week 15 slate, and you can get all the tips, by the way, vcin.com slash tips. Uh, Monday's game, like we usually don't talk about a Monday game here on Friday, but I find it interesting what the line movement that we've seen over the past 12-ish hours or so, and that's the Eagles now down to a three-point favorite in the Pacific Northwest. Once again, this game was flexed from Sunday to Monday because the league didn't want this Chiefs-Patriots game to be on primetime. Uh, so <laughs> nobody wants to really watch New England again on primetime. But the total sitting at 47.5. Eagles have just gone through a gauntlet of a schedule here going through Kansas City, Buffalo, Dallas, San Francisco, like all these heavy hitter teams. Now they're on the road in a tricky spot against Seattle, a desperate Seahawks team who this, this is a playoff game for the Seahawks. What do you guys make of this line movement and the current side and total? Well, I'm going to use your pro tip, Femi, that you just gave out. You know, the Eagles, they went out. They're going to be the two seed, most likely. You, st you mess up along the way here, and you suddenly could be the five, what we've always been talking about Dallas, because they still have the tiebreaker with Dallas having the conference loss against Arizona. So they need to win. They need to keep winning. The Giants suddenly look like two layups. Maybe they have a little more life with DeVito now, but they've got to right this ship pretty quickly. I just don't know if Seattle's good enough to stay within three points. I know they're traveling across the country. I know they've had five, six, six tough games in a row. I know they're an older team, but at some point, this NFC defending champion is just going to take advantage of a team that's of lesser quality. And I'm not sure defensively Seattle can offer that much resistance here. So it's yeah. tempting at a field goal. How long is it going to stay at a field goal? That's going to be the question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fatigue is a factor, though, with Philly. Uh, and if you want to factor in the travel uh, on top of that, too, and a lack of identity offensively, and maybe some questions on the defensive side of the ball. They're ranked 28th in points allowed. A lot of questions defensively. A lot of questions. <laughs> now, Seattle, uh, Gino with the growing injury, even if he plays, how effective is he going to be? Uh, and then you're going to go to Drew Locke. Uh, the running game hasn't been there all year long for Seattle either. Uh, I, I think, and there's some rumblings about this group of players uh, and, and Pete Carroll's not reaching them like he – wants to reach him like the legion of boom and all that the motivation the tactics that that pete carroll uh typically uses at the beginning of the year yeah they they were buying in all that now it seems like they're drifting a little bit um so it's a tough bet for me uh, i stayed away from this game for a lot of reasons um but i i could see philly winning this game i mean uh it's three laying three three yeah at three i think it's interesting it? and i i I'm waiting to see, like, how low do we go? Like you said, like, maybe the three doesn't stick around. Maybe we go right back to three and a half. But we've been at three, like, all morning. Yeah. And we're sitting here. So, clearly, there's not a whole lot of love to lay it with the Philadelphia Eagles to where do we ever, do we ever get two and a half in this game? And if that's the case, I mean, you unload. That won't last. I mean, no. it's a, two and a half would be an unload on Philly for me, at least, mm -hmm. just based on how I see the game playing out. But even at three, I think it's a bet to make on the Eagles. Like, this to me feels like, yeah, like, the stretch was difficult and all that stuff. And, like, the Eagles, they're not the team that we saw last year. 
but they're still a really good team. Yeah. And Seattle, I just have so many questions about what they're doing as well to where I think this is a kind of one of those gotta-have-it games for the Eagles, and I get that it's a gotta-have-it game for Seattle, but they're just playing from such a deficit to where I think it's lay it, or, or it's Eagles are pass, at least for me, at least. Are you betting it, or are you monitoring? I, I will bet this You're number. You're betting now. Okay. I will bet All this right. number, but I want to see if we can maybe get something better. You're betting mm-hmm. and monitoring. So we haven't bet yet, <laughs> but we will bet at some point. So we're currently monitoring. What if it goes to three and a half? You're not going to bet. Well, I mean, if it goes to three and a half, then I wouldn't yeah. bet it. But I mean, but it, wouldn't it Why have gone there? Why don't you make a small play so at least it, you're involved I mean, and you can go we against We could something your, in a little bit. But. Go against Chances of rain. You know, you, you lived up there. I mean, oh, it's, it's always a chance of rain. Well, yeah, I mean, at this time of year, <laughs> that's sunny showers, we called them. Um, but yeah, Philly with no identity. Are they going to stay disciplined and run the football? Or is Brian Johnson going to call these pass plays and, and try to appease AJ and, and, you know, that situation, right? So uh, they're, they're out of character, I guess, what I'm saying about the it's, Eagles. And you wonder, on the road, can they stay in the character uh, for the entirety of the game? I think that Brian Johnson points a really good one there because, yeah, it feels like there's a lot of people kind of pulling at him here in this mm-hmm. tug-of-war for targets. Yeah. And A.J. Brown probably being the loudest voice <laughs> in, in that discussion there. How about the other primetime game, Sunday Night Football? Interesting matchup here between the Ravens and the Jaguars. Baltimore laying three and a half at DraftKings, but three pretty much everywhere. A juice three across the board. Total 43. Also some weather expected in this game. Some wind, some rain. Seems like there's some weather in the Florida games this weekend. But uh, is this a good spot here for Baltimore? Does Jacksonville get right at home where they haven't really played well all season? No, no. I think this is a good spot for Baltimore. Remember, they lost this game last year. They played at Jacksonville. A disappointing loss. I think that's on their mind. They were sloppy off the bye. I think Harbaugh will have them a better performance here. And Jacksonville's just been no good at home all year. I don't yeah. know how to explain it, yeah. but they haven't. I don't like the half. Here's another game where I, I want this game to be three. I'm probably, I'm probably, I'm monitoring. <laughs> is Geno Smith fully healthy? What, what's, is he playing? Gino's playing. Yeah, because he's not even on any injury report no, at all. So he's definitely Carol playing, Carroll said he's right? good to go. All right, okay. Well, he had just a growing that, situation, but yeah, yeah I mean, an yeah, elbow. Okay. Yeah. Carroll's right, always optimistic, though, so you yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm monitoring to look to play Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> monitoring? Yeah, monitoring. Uh, There's two categories. Kemi's called the monitor. Because <laughs> he has a monitoring list each week. <laughs> the NFL monitor. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we call it. I mean, I love the roster for Jacksonville, uh, but they just haven't been consistent. And I... I'm trying to figure out how Peterson cannot be consistent with, with this personnel. Uh, Ingram, I mean, my goodness, ATN, I know he's been banged up a little bit, but still, uh, Kirk's hurt, but, uh, you know, Jay, um, they, they got Calvin Ridley. I mean, how is this team not consistent at this point? I right? think the defensive side is where I'm most concerned okay. with this team. You let Browning go up and down the yeah. field, and that's yeah. the first game he sort of got a rhythm. And you let Joe Flacco yeah. move yeah. the ball up and down the field on you, the right? Yep. So I, I'm worried yeah. on the more on the D. I know you're you're frustrated about there haven't been better offensively, right. but I'm concerned about them giving up 35 points here And if you're looking at the Jacksonville side of it. Yeah, lately they've been giving up a lot of points. You're right. Um, yeah. and, and, but, but, you know, complimenting football, you're thinking that with that personnel, you're going to score. And they have been, you know, averaging almost a little over 27 points a game the last few games. But uh, it, it just it's an up and down ride with Jacksonville. Stay away from me. How about the game in L.A. between the Rams and the Commanders? Los Angeles laying six and a half total. 50 and a half commanders coming off of the bye but as I told you guys on VEASAN yeah. primetime last night it's always tricky with some of these bad teams off the bye late in the year you wonder how focused they were during the week of rest I think the Rams come off that tough game in Baltimore it was raining the whole game they're banged up offensively uh, they lose in overtime on that punt and by the way I thought there were at least two pushes in the back and <laughs> one least. and they held, hey. the, they held the kicker 
right? Everything was right at the point of attack. You didn't have to have the 22 view to see all those penalties. You should have threw a flag. But somehow, but somehow, see, see you later. Game over. I mean, you know, they, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you get an orange bowl where there's nothing, and you get right. that game where right. there's three calls. Yeah, you get a fifth down. So, I mean, yeah. the fifth down, yeah. well, the turf was bad. So yeah. the coach, anyhow, <laughs> I wouldn't want to lay this. I just, be, only because in my mind, I still remember how scrappy of a road dog this team was. And let's not forget, on Thanksgiving, they were down 10 with the ball with 12 minutes left in Dallas. Everybody's, oh, they got blown out. They were eating the turkey out of the barrel. That game was still there. I, I thought the Dallas was not going to cover that game. I didn't they they played either. right with them. Yeah. And so um, I pass, even though I think I would bet all seven people that have the Rams left in Survivor used them this week. Ooh. Is it hold on to your butts time for them? I, I don't know what else you can do here. I mean, when you look at the board, I know Adam's good at finding, like, he, they found Cleveland last week, right? Yeah. Which, like, oh, you're doing you're Flacco. It was kind of a surprising pick, yeah. but as it turned out, they got to a lead, and it was actually kind of a comfortable victory. By the way, why is Peterson going for two down four? <laughs> I, I do not get to cover. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> Fezzik's not happy. Fezzik, the genius I mean, of arithmetic, like, it, is not happy. I understand what he did. Like most teams don't do it. Yeah, but it's yeah, but I you mean, can the win the game. The changes yeah. the whole thing. You can win the, the game if you get one more yeah, possession. Yeah, he's trying to win. Yeah, if, yeah. If you get one and, more possession. And, and now you you pigeonhole yourself into having to score a touchdown. Yeah. Um, you know the thing about it, it, I think it's another t popular teaser leg though with the Rams. Yeah, down to I, I think that will be, um, and that's pretty much the only way that I would consider playing a game. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting game. I think it's commanders think are passed for me, so I think I'm just going to pass the game. I think that's... Mm -hmm. that's Real quick, I know yep. we're at the end here. I think this line is very intriguing that the, the Browns are such a short favorite against these mm. Bears. Yeah. It tells you something. This, mm -hmm. They won't be able to run the ball. Flacco will have to beat him with his arm. There's a McGinn bet, too, yeah. throughout the mm -hmm. week. We'll see what happens. That does it for us here on the Lombardi line. Sharp Money's coming up next at VEASAN on the DraftKings Network. It's Pablo Torre. We'll see you guys next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.